Welcome back to another episode of Agape Love in the Church with your host, the Reverend Tisha Shepherd. I want to go over a couple of items today. The main two topics are why agape love is so essential in the church and how and when you do not apply agape love in the church, it becomes very hurtful. Let's start with the first one, why agape love is so vital in the church. So we're taught in Deuteronomy 6.5, that was Deuteronomy 6.5, to love God, your God, with your whole heart. Love him with all that is in you. Love him with all you've got. We also are taught in Leviticus 19.18, the second part of the great commandment is to love others as one would love oneself. And speaking this, Jesus is re- iterating the Old Testament teaching as a recording in Leviticus 19.18. And the other one in Leviticus 19.18 is, you know, it says, do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So agape love, let's talk about that. The kind of love that doesn't Retaliate is what we call agape love. Agape love is the true love that is given without any expectation of anything in re- in return. Agape love, which is most often crowned as the highest form of Christian love, is the kind of love and action that shows empathy, extends the desire for good for the beloved, for the for the other person wants the best for that other person, extends help or demonstrates good intentions towards that other person. It is intended for everyone. And this is something I want to reiterate. Agape love is intended for everyone. It, I cannot stress that enough. But it's certainly not easy. Loving with agape love means not only not always getting our way, but it's certainly not easy. Let me, let me reiterate. Loving with agape love means not always getting our way. Sometimes it means requiring us to act in the best interests of someone else. To show empathy and understanding and to extend grace, especially when it's hardest to give. So what are some ways agape love is shown in the church. This could be meal meal trains that they send out. This could be uh, someone's in need of um, rent money. And this not necessarily is the congregational members. This is the community. These are the people that, that you want to reach. These are the people that you want to, that you want to bring into God's, God's kingdom, into God's uh, family to show agape love, that unconditional love. Now, this does not mean that when you give to others that you boast about that as well. And I've seen that in the church too, where they will take photographs or they will announce a lot of information that they're giving to to a certain person or a certain organization. And, and, and we're, we're taught in the Bible not to boast, not to boast about that. And I I think there's a line there of teaching where you teach others how to give, but there's also a line as well where we cross, where we are 
humiliating others that are in need to boast our own gratification. And I think that's important to say as well. So agape love is given without condition and it's given without any expectation with something in return. And that includes, that includes someone of, of humanness patting you on the back and saying way to go. We're not looking for that type of acceptance. What we're looking for is for our Lord, Savior, uh, Jesus, to, to see that agape love being given, given freely to others. That's what we're looking for. So let's continue with the, the agape word is a Greek word as well. And I've studied the Greek term for love, especially the word agape, which is supposed to be the highest, and it is the highest expression of love. It's a pure, selfless, unconditional thing. Agape love is the love at the highest, highest level. And it's, it's what we receive from God every single day. It is so much more than we could ever dream or imagine. This is why it's so difficult. In Greek, there are seven different words for explaining the word love. In English, there's one, and that's just love. So that tells you how deep there is a meaning of what different loves in the Bible mean and how it's hard to express that in English. When we fully understand the grasp, what agape love means for us, it will transform. And it does. It transforms how we view ourselves and ultimately how we view um, others as well. And that is an important key as well. The name agape or love feast is an expression uh, denoting the brotherly common meals of the early church where Christians gathered to break bread. The agape meal would serve as a fellowship to, to a sense of brothership and community and goods practiced by the young Christian church. The word agape is used 106 times throughout the New Testament with the highest usage in the book of uh, 1 John. And that, that's if you've never read 1 John, that, that is a wonderful, wonderful book as well what the actual definition of agape love is. Agape love is a sacrificial love that binds. It is a love of God that we can see through the cross of Jesus Christ. It is the love that saves and restores humanity in the face of sin and death. 1 John 4.16 says this, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. One important thing is we need to find ourselves rooted in the truth that God is love. And I'm, I'm putting that in quotes. Something the Apostle John taught us in 1 John 4.16 is that really, truly love. Then love incompressed more than just the highest expression or selflessness inherited in Christ's personhood is every shade and texture and breath and aspect and heartbeat and death kneel and meaning of whoever and whatever love is. Another scripture we could we could go to is 1 Corinthians 13 describes love as an extension 
of God as well. You can also find it in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, where it talks about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It all goes back to that agape love that we're talking about. So let us take a moment to talk about the other topic and what happens in the church when agape love isn't shown. It can cause a very hurtful feelings amongst congregational members. Let me give you an example. So you've got two members in the church and they're both receiving the same surgeries maybe a year apart, maybe 10 years apart, doesn't matter. One of those congregational members is more um, established in the church. People know who they are, and they, they are a face of the church, in other words. People know who they are. And they have this surgery, and the church pulls together, and there's meal trains, and there's pastor visits. There's all kinds of stuff given freely agape love given to this individual that has this surgery to get them through to get their family through same same surgery but maybe you know a year or two later someone else in the congregation that's not a well-known person but is well known that they had surgery so let me make sure the congregation knows that this person's having surgery same surgery and the agape love is not shown the same way to that congregational member. That is what I'm talking about that's hurtful. And I'm sure that some of the listeners out there have felt that. They have felt that um, where other congregational members, they felt like have received that agape love and then you have not. And that is what is hurtful to the church. That is, that, that is what is, can be hurtful to the church. The final thing I want to talk about is John 13, 34 through 35. And I want you to understand that agape love has no limited to personal relational ties and relations. So we give agape love in the church. We're supposed to give agape love in the church freely, no matter if it's a congregational member or if it's part of your community. And I think that's where we fall short as a church, is we're very quick to give agape love to people we know, people in our family, which is wonderful, which is wonderful. But when it comes to strangers that we don't know, or someone that we don't know as well, that agape love is held back. Thank you for listening to another episode of Agape Love and the Church with your host, Reverend Tisha Shepherd. Next week, we're going to look at what the Bible says about agape love. The episode will cover deeply the examples of scripture that tell us what agape love should look like. This episode will also highlight illustrations of agape love that Jesus taught in the Bible. So this will be an exciting, exciting episode when we bring Jesus into the picture and show what his teachings were about agape love. So until then, God bless you all and good night.